This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text flash film to 74121. That's one word flash film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about something that uh, you need to be mindful of. You need to be mindful of this as you grow your business as you start working within your niche, as you plan for your future. It's something that you need to be mindful of, you need to work towards, you need to think about, you need to prepare for, you need to to know about and be mindful of. Does that make sense? It should make sense. But you need to be mindful of that as we move forward or as you move forward with, with businesses that you work with within your niche. And today that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into that real quick, sweet, straight to the point, no fluff. Um video today but first you know we got to roll graphics so let's do that you're listening to content and cash a flash film academy podcast if you want to learn how to take pretty pictures this is not the place but if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host Ty Turner. What's going on, everybody? If this is your first time on this channel right here, this channel is designed to help you get that bag. We teach content creators how to monetize their skill set. My name is Ty, former Army combat photographer, owner of Flashroom Media, which is one of the most trusted production companies here in the great state of Texas. And my goal and my my job on this channel is to help you monetize it. Help you take all of the years you spent taking pictures, video, podcasting, everything, all this creativeness you got, and teach you how to monetize it. But first, we got to talk about our sponsor of the day. Our sponsor of the day is Flash Film Academy. Join our gold membership, guys. It is only $19.99 a month. You'll get access to behind-the-scenes footage, our whole community, which has been dope. It's been great watching everybody do stuff and every single lecture like this. That I've ever created, you'll get access to it. Over 300 hours of content and behind the scenes footage. 
um, showing before and after some of the shoots we've did done. So you can join over at gold.flashfromacademy.com or if you want to just join the community and just talk, there's a portion of the community that's available for free at community.flashfromacademy.com. All right, now we got that out the way. We can talk about it. We can go ahead and chop it up. Everybody post where you're from. Post where you're from. Let's start with that real quick. I want to talk about seasonal items, right? Because depending on what your niche is, you will have seasonal items, not just talking about Christmas and Black Friday and things like that. But I want you to begin to plan your year and plan your marketing around your seasonal items. Let me get, hold on, I got, yes, I, got, I, get, I get Instagram messages for that. There you go. It's the same every week. It's the same every week, but it's all good. Um, so let's talk about seasonal items, right? So we can start with the idea of seasonal as far as holiday schedules and things like that. We got Roswell, Georgia, New Jersey, New York. Um, so we can we can get started talking about that, right? So let's prepare for holidays depending on who your target audience is or who your niche is or what type of client you're working for. That's why I say you got to have a niche because you have to be involved in their industry enough to know when their highs and lows is so that you can predict and prepare for them. Right. I'll give we'll, we'll, we'll do seasonal holidays and then we'll get to other trends and other peaks and spikes in sales with other niches. But if you have anybody that's in retail, they're getting ready for Black Friday, they're getting ready for Thanksgiving, they're getting ready for Christmas, they're getting ready for for everything. We got people okay from China. All right, I believe you, I believe you. Um, you know, we have they're getting ready for all kinds of, of holidays, and we need to make sure that we are in their face and we're marketing to them way before those holidays. So Christmas time, I'm usually marketing to my clients for Christmas before Halloween. Yes, they go that far out because a lot of companies make a majority of their money during the Christmas holiday. So I am trying to get with them well before Halloween. Usually late summer, we're working on Christmas items. So early summer, we're working on Black Friday items, Thanksgiving items. Those are things that we're doing early in advance. And we're working with clients and I'm usually pitching ideas to clients around that time. I'm usually ranking up my marketing around that time so that we can go after particular clients that we've already worked with as reminders. So keep in mind, I always tell you that it's a whole lot easier to convert con convert an old client into a new client it, again um, compared to going out and getting new clients. So. Clients that you've worked with, they need content more than once. No client that you've ever worked with just needed one picture and they were like, peace, see you later. Or needed one video and they were like, peace, see you later. Or one form of audio or editing or whatever. And I like, I'll see you later. Every client that you've ever worked with need more and more content. It's just that sometimes they go other places because they've lost your number. They can't find your information. I've had tons of clients. I go back years later and they're like, we couldn't find your information. I'm like, what? So you'd be surprised. We had to hire somebody else. We couldn't find your information, but now I got it locked in and moving forward, everything, we're rocking with you. So make sure you stay in your client's face. Make sure you're doing emails. Make sure you are, um, if they're local, maybe just stopping by, maybe just handing some things off. Emails work for established clients because then you aren't 
on their spam list. Then they know to look for emails from you. They have a relationship with you. Emails work. When you get an email from Best Buy, you may click on it and open it because you're familiar with Best Buy, especially if you ever bought anything or ordered anything online or had to pick it up. You were waiting for an email. So now something about an email from a company you trust just triggers your curiosity. So companies that you've worked with, add them to your email list, right? Start working on your seasonal emails. Start sending out emails this time of year asking um, corporate clients, do you have a photographer for your Halloween party? Do you have a photographer for your award ceremonies that are coming up? Because they all do them usually later in the year uh, to hand out the awards for the year. If, if corporate clients is your thing, if you're doing event photography, that's your thing. That's the time where you want to start to, um, you know, you want to start to talk to those clients to make sure that you're in their ear. Another thing, all my gold members, real quick, very important, all my gold members. We got, well, we got a meet and greet coming up. I don't know why I'm not in that graphics, but if you go into the meet and greet section, that's weird. If you go into the meet and greet section in the gold member, we got a meet and greet coming up. So be sure to check that out. It's way out in October. You got plenty of time to, to be a part of it. So if you want to hang out, the information is there. I just want to put that out there. I almost forgot. I almost slipped my mind. But I want to make sure I got that out there to you. Okay. Um, yeah, so so working with your clients and making sure you understand, you know, that they need to prepare for the holidays and you are ahead of them in marketing to them. Remember, you want to market to them before they make the decision. You don't want to come in after and it's late and they already hired somebody. You want to get in front of it. So you want to be extra early and build this this idea into your yearly marketing plan, right? Every year around August, we send out our emails talking about Thanksgiving. We send out our emails talking about different holidays for different type of clients. Now, there's also a separate seasonal thing that you need to think about. Depending on what niche you're in, your niche have peaks and they have times of the times of year where things are just hotter than average, right? You need to know that weddings start to take off during the summer months. So you need to start to market heavily in the springtime, heavily around Christmas. Why? Because brides and grooms typically get engaged around Thanksgiving, around Christmas. So those are the times to market heavy if you're a wedding photographer, not in the summertime. In the summertime, they didn't pick, paid, put deposits, chose locations, and they're just showing up. So if you're heavily marketing in the summertime, you could be wasting your money. That's why it's important to understand the seasons for your niche. Again, if you work with everybody, you don't have a you don't have a calendar to go by. You're just hoping and putting stuff out and wasting money trying to uh, you know appear valuable to everybody, which is hard to do. If you're doing senior photography, you know there is a time of year where senior photography takes off. Usually late March, April, through July is when it's the big time for senior photography. So you may want to market hard March, April, May. Those are the times you may want to invest the most in your marketing. There are times of years of the year where you want to push all your chips in the table when it comes to marketing. But understanding who your niche client is will help you know just what and when to do that. Extremely important that you are uh, that you are mindful of that. There you go. Extremely important that you are mindful of that. And you you're 
you're paying attention because your first year in business is going to be rough because you don't know how things are going to go. You don't know what month is your slow month. You don't know what month is your fast month. Depending on what type of niche you're in, you're going to have months like that. For me, in corporate events, January, February is usually dry. March is usually dry. April, it just kicks on and it's on for the rest of the year. So I know that. So I know to prepare and put a little stash away. And I say we don't do anything in January and February, but we just we do less. But knowing that will help you prepare for that. It'll help you understand when you need to market like crazy and when you need to pull back a little bit, because there are times of the year that are more valuable to market. And you want to make sure that you are turning it up during those times. Pay attention to the seasons of your of your industry. And if you have a beta client. Talk to that. Talk to that beta client. They can tell you when things are hot and when things are not. They can tell you we really don't do anything after Thanksgiving. Between Thanksgiving and January, we don't do much. Those are things you really need to talk to your beta client to understand so that you can know how to market. Your beta client is giving you everything. They're giving you the cheat code. They're, they're, telling, they're giving you a million dollar game plan. Your beta client. If you have questions about the beta client, that's in the course. I got a whole chapter dedicated to what you need to know, why you need to know, what questions you need, need to ask, how you need to walk in, how you need to position it, what to do if they want more, what if they want to pay. All of those questions are answered um, here in that course there. Boom. There you go. Because I get a lot of those questions. I get a lot of questions. I'm going to be honest with you. I get a whole lot of questions, a whole lot of questions that's in this, a whole lot of questions that's in that, that's in deep detail and in order. I got to put that out there. Because I get a whole lot of questions. I want to say, I want to say, honestly, 90% of the questions I get, even on one-on-one -on -one consultant calls, like coaching, are, are in this course. For sure. All day, every day. Like, a lot. So, though, I just want to make sure I put that out there. Um, let's talk about a few things as well. Let's talk about make, understanding that if you're, whatever your specific target niche is, they're going to have a different seasonal schedule. If you're working with someone, let's say you're doing restaurants and you got Chinese food, they may celebrate the Chinese New Year. They may celebrate different holidays. Their target audience may celebrate different holidays, depending on what, what you know, what type of place it is. If it's a Mexican restaurant, a Chinese food restaurant, they may have different, different you know, holidays and different times of year that are important to them that may not be important to you, or at least you didn't grow up understanding them. So you need to understand who their target audience is and things that are going on with their target audience. Um, I've worked for MLB major, I mean, MLG major league gaming and their target audience had a different schedule and their schedule was based on the release of, of great games. Um, or big title games. And I had to learn those games in order to make sure that I was in the right place at the right time, or I was getting in front of that client before those release so that we can come up with a game plan to shoot and capture content for those releases. And that's something that if that is your target audience, that's the client you're working with, you're going to have to do the research. You're going to have to go to IGN and you know, make sure you're up to date on all the newest video game releases, even if they're video game releases and like for games you don't like. Right. I like sports games, maybe fighting games, maybe some Grand Theft Auto, but I'm not into like Final Fantasy 
28 or whatever. However, if one's dropping and that's my niche, I need to know about it. This is why I said that it's difficult to survive in a niche you don't love just for the money. It's extremely difficult to do. So you need to have some passion for it because it's going to require you to dig deeper. It's going to require you to be up on things. So make sure that it's something that you care enough about. So when you're away from work, you're still reading up on it. You're still learning up on it. You're still trying to understand the industry that will help you stay ahead of the curve. And it's little things like that that will help you get consistent in bringing in income and allow you to grow. You want to be consistent in this business thing. You want to make sure that over time you're growing and clients know what to expect. Clients, clients want a turnkey solution. They want somebody to reach out to them and say, Halloween is coming up. What do you guys have planned? Let me put something together for you. So it's something that you really, really want to start focusing on and you want to add it to your systems and processes. One panel three says, um, I wonder if I can. Yeah, here we go. What niche did you decide on first? First, I wanted to be a filmmaker. I'm going to be honest with you. And then I went to corporate events. Corporate events was my first niche because it was pretty much what I did in the military. And I had a I had a portfolio that supported it. So, yeah. Legion, you're absolutely right. Feast or famine. Make sure you prepare, because if you don't, you ain't feasting. That's absolutely facts. Facts. Um, you have to prepare for success, right? What's luck? Opportunity. Preparation meets opportunity is called luck. Nah, just be consistent. I mean, yes, preparation plus opportunity equals luck, but prepare for the seasons and be ready. Go to your client with ideas. Hey, Halloween's coming up. These are the ideas that we have for your brand, your company, your apparel, your whatever. Approach them with ideas based on upcoming seasons. What they're going to do is say, oh, man, I didn't. Let's do it. I don't have to think about it. I don't got to. You already got to. Let's do it. Now you got a client that fully trusts you. They're out of the way. They're going to pay you. Things are great. So also, it's a great time to find a beta client. If you walk in the door and you have seasonal ideas about the beta client, it's a good time for you to develop that relationship because you're thinking you're, you're for you're a forward thinking company and you need to do that or need to be that in order to offer value that's valuable to a client where they don't have to come and design and think of all the holidays. You got to line up ready and you're, you're trying to work with clients so that you can provide that to the client. That is instant value, instant value. So um, you want to make sure you, uh, you know, make sure that you are, are thinking about that when you're working with clients. Do I got any throat punch shirts? I got some coming. Stay tuned. I got some coming. Um, any tips on how to create an effective uh, promotional video for restaurants? Yes and no. So, I, so the course, the course that I have that talks about how to build an effective portfolio will definitely work with building a video for that company. Um, yeah, it'll it'll definitely work. In fact, we haven't even ran that in a while. Let's do that. We haven't even ran that in a minute. I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Let's do it. And I can take a water break. Let's go. I ain't going to do it. Okay. Maybe one day. But you, you definitely want to, uh, you definitely want to, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you 
are just cool and that you are offering something dope to the clients. Here we go. Let's run this real quick. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, Clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. There you go. Now, now that course will help you understand how to make a promotional video for yourself. And I think it'll be, a, it'll be great for um, companies, especially, especially restaurants. Especially restaurants. There, there's some stuff as to... Okay. Computer just started, but there's some stuff as to why. All right. So let me, today going to be short and sweet and straight to the punch. So if you guys got questions, go ahead and throw them up there now. If you got questions, go ahead and pop them on the screen and let's hear your questions um, regarding this. But the thing is, we want to make sure that we are prepared for seasons. Computer restarting right in the middle of a, right in the middle of a live. So we'll get out of a second. Okay, so you want to make sure that you're preparing for seasons and you're thinking ahead of your client. You don't want to wait until October 1st to talk about Halloween. You don't want to do that. That's a no-go. Do not be that guy. Your clients or businesses usually prepare at least three months in advance for different holidays and different um, sales and promotions that are coming up. So you want to make sure that you are ahead of them and you're marketing before they are. So keep that in mind. Um, what other, what are some of your guys niches out there? Post your niche below so I can kind of get an idea of things that you're specializing in. And I'll throw out a few examples of, uh, things you could do to get ready for your clients. What do we get a few coming in? Because usually with, with corporate event, when I used to, when I do a lot of corporate event photography and videography, it's really, really easy. I know they're doing hol- holiday parties for almost every holiday, or at least major ones. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, um, 4th of July, Cinco de Mayo, like, like things Easter. They're usually always throwing a office party or gathering or something like that. So I can prepare for that. And I know that I could, uh, I know that I could, uh, you know, I can, I can reach them before the event. All right. Recap event, recap video. Same thing. I just mentioned with mine, you want to get ahead of the, the, the event, especially if it's for a holiday. And if you know, they do an event yearly, you want to get ahead of that event and make sure you're reaching out to them before the event. You want to make sure you reach out to them. Food photography. If it's for a restaurant, restaurants run certain specials, they run certain deals. 
um, they usually cater to the major holidays. You want to stay in front of that. Immigration lawyers, there's a certain time of year where more visas are approved. There's a certain time of year they have spikes in business. You want to understand that and stay ahead of that. Wedding photography, that's that's between Thanksgiving and I want to say January, between Thanksgiving and February 14th is probably the number one time of engagements. Um, and people, you know, when women get engaged, they want to start planning immediately. That's when you want to start getting in front of people. Um, promo videos for colleges and open enrollment. Whenever open enrollment, you want to get in front of open enrollment. So if they're, you know, the fall time, everybody going back, you usually got your paperwork done before the summer. So January, February is when you may want to jump in front of them. Trying to get into podcasting is still looking for an industry for a podcast that makes sense. Every industry makes sense. If somebody can make a profit off of it, keep that in mind. Automotive, real estate, sports. Those are three completely different niches. I would be careful going after all three together. Um, definitely. Automotive. I'll give you an example, right? When it started getting cold, I mean, hot outside, a lot of automotive companies are looking, they're looking to run specials for like Freon and stuff like that. When it started getting hot, I mean, when it started getting cold, they want to help you with your heater and stuff like that for your car. There's plenty of ways you can go with that as far as weather and vehicles. Real estate, there's a time that they know there's a buyer's market, there's a seller's market. Sports, before every season, is always a hot time, hot time of day. Testimonials, depends who you're doing testimonials for. Depends who you're doing testimonials for. Testimonials are big for me going into the Black Friday Christmas um, season because people are looking to spend. Product commercial photography depends what type of products you guys got to start going three layers deep on your niches, right? And in the, the course I talk about, and I'm going to go back up to again, in the course I talk about going three layers deep in the niche. If it's just business video, that's not deep enough, right? Just testimonials, that's not deep enough. It needs to be um, medical field testimonials, or it needs to be two to three layers deep. If it's just a surface level niche, you're going to have a lot of problems. I just want to make sure I put that out there. If your niche is just business video or even just dental videos, it needs to go another layer deep. It needs to be onboarding dental videos or training dental videos. We need to go two to three layers deep for your niche. Just the general business type won't work. It's not deep enough. Automotive industry, corporate style headshots and events. That's a deep niche. I like that. Um, that Yeah. The car industries. Think about the car show. Think about the international car show. Think about when cars are unveiled. Think about things like that. And it'll determine your season on when you should be contacting and reaching out to your client, depending if they're in a repair, their new sales, used sales, depending on what they are. Um, I try to have a niche, but I get many calls from ran for random videos. I feel like it has to be a wide variety or it'll be slow. I need to get the course because I'm not I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. If you're getting calls for random videos, it's probably because your website got random videos on it and nobody can lock down what you do specifically. So everybody's giving it a shot. Um, OK, let me let me say this. With lack of business knowledge, one would think focusing on one thing would cause you not to have enough business. Or like, like most people think if I do one thing, there's not enough business, but if I do this it's too saturated, like both are, both are, are not true. If you focus on one thing, you become the expert. There's tons of business. 
you get more expensive, you do less work. Um, no market is oversaturated. It's just proof of concept. Go steal some market share and take over. It's a lot easier for me to sell you a vacuum cleaner than me to sell you this widget you never heard of, don't know you need it, don't know how to fit in your life and don't know the value of it. You've bought 10 vacuum cleaners. It's easier for you to make a decision to buy a new vacuum cleaner. A, do I need one? B, is it better than what I got? C, is it worth it? With this widget, I got to explain why you need it, why you, how life's been crazy without it. You don't, know you, you don't know you need it. It's hard for me to sell you this. It's easy for me to sell you something in a saturated market. So saturation is a good thing. Um, being a subject matter expert, people say, oh, I don't know if I'll survive. Do you think Home Depot, when they started, it was Ace Hardware, it was all these other stores, Kmart, Sears. Did they say, you know, if we really just focus on this, I don't know how much people will buy wood and lumber and everybody. Everybody goes to Home Depot. It's, they go to Home Depot like crazy. And then Lowe's right behind them. So don't don't think that focusing on one or two things will bring you less money. It'll actually bring you more money because Home Depot was more expensive than Walmart for the same items. But you go to Home Depot because you can talk to somebody in an orange apron who know what they're talking about. You go to Walmart if you know it and you don't need because they can't tell you about nothing. They're going to be like, aisle three, just get it. They can barely tell you what aisle it's on. The guys over at Home Depot can almost tell you how to build a whole house. So and, and if you need help, and you got those questions. You want to ask somebody at Home Depot. So be the specialist. It's always get out of the mindset that you need to do everything to be great. You don't. You, you absolutely don't. Um, but make sure you guys are going two to three layers deep on your niche. Make sure you're going deep. If you're going really vague, you're going to have a hard time. Finding like like if somebody say I just do automotive photography, new cars, used cars, parts, uh, show cars. Are you taking pictures for Auto Trader? I don't. What are you doing? It's a completely. It, let, let's let's just let's just dissect one hair in that, right? If let's say you're shooting photography for cars, right? Depending on if the car is a classic or a new car, that's two totally different styles of shooting. That's two totally different audiences. Completely different. That is too, it's difficult to make a product that go after people who love classic cars compared to people who love Teslas. There are people who like, I'll never get an electric car. I can't hear the exhaust. And there are people with Teslas like, I love it. This is cutting edge, yada, yada, yada. So you can't go after both. You can't you can't take a picture that both are happy. You can't build a business to target both because that old school audience, they're going to need more text. They're going to need longer shots. They're going to need a old school feel. They're going to be an older person. They're going to need bigger text. They're going to need the copy to be written a little differently than that. That new tech company. Go to Tesla's website and then go to like an old company, you know, go to like GM's website. It's a little different. Tesla's a little forward. It's a little forward. So it's within automotive. It's still completely different. So you got to dig deeper. You got to dig deeper than that. He said, I took your advice. I'm rewatching the package. I bought quality info and content. It, it pushes you to dig. You got to dig deeper. Got to dig deeper. 
Um, and and the the goal is to get down deep enough where you have a target audience. You understand who your client is. Right now, a lot of you guys don't understand who would buy from you. And that's a problem. If you don't know the type of person that will buy from you, that's a problem. You can't build anything to sell if you don't know who would buy it. If it's everybody, it's wrong. It's a whole lot. You'll have a whole lot more success if you went fishing for a specific type of fish. Right. You got a specific type of bait, a specific type of line, a specific type of reel in a specific lake, in a specific area, at a specific time of the day, at a specific time of the year. Your success rate will go up times seven because you're being very intentional. A lot of people are just doing this. They're just like, I'm just going to take whatever. Give me whatever. And then you get whatever. And then you mad because whatever don't value you value your brand, value what you do. They want whatever. You got whatever. You're getting paid whatever. But if you go after something specific and you know what they like and you know how to offer value to them, you know what they value, they'll pay a dollar amount that you value. See how that works? But if you're going for whatever, you're going to get whatever. So don't complain about whatever you're getting. If you just shooting at whatever, you got to be more specific. You got to be more direct than that. If you want to be successful or you can just be whatever. If you cool with it, I'm cool with it. But you're going to have to be very intentional. You're going to have to be very direct for success. You, you're not going it's not going to be luck. You're not going to float into it. You ain't going to just happen to meet a guy who refer you to 50 guys and now your phone's off the hook. It's not going to happen like that. You need to be very direct, very intentional. You need to understand who is buying from you. Stop taking advice from your family and friends because they're not they're not your ideal client. I don't care if they like, yeah, I like the logo. Yeah, I like the colors. Yeah, those pictures are great. I don't give a damn. They're not buying from me. They never have and they never will. They never have and they never will. And I love them. And they're trying, they're doing their best. And I appreciate it. I'm not mad at them for giving me advice because they're doing the best they can do, but they're not my ideal client. They're not going to buy from me. So I can't take their information. I can appreciate the love, but their information will not help me grow. I don't care. They're not buying. They're not in a, unless you know. Uh, yeah, unless you have a family member that's in it, that's in a position in a company that has hired video production companies or photography companies or whatever you decide to do. If they've hired that before and they're telling you this is what our company look for outside of that. It's not going to help me. I appreciate it because I love you, but. Zoop, zoop. It is what it is. You know, so you you, you have to be mindful enough to separate those opinions because they could be affecting your business negatively even though they have the best intentions you have to separate that they're going to tell you it's good you you look professional i like everything is and i just and everything is perfect i like the, i don't care from logo design to everything your demo reel everything your website don't ask your people to take a look at it and ask what they think don't do it good looking on the super chat appreciate it z23 so you want to make sure that you are 
around beta clients, I'm telling you who to go to, beta clients will tell you, this is what we value, this is what we don't. This is what we value, this is what we don't. I didn't, working with dentists, like I said, had no idea, here I am, I can bring you clients, I'm going to make the, you're going to get a shot at the, and they're like, I don't care about clients. I'm booked until two years from now. I care about making sure that the clients who walk in here can fill out their paperwork so I don't have to spend labor dollars with a, with a board certified, you know, dental assistant to help them fill out paperwork. If you want, if you want me to create some, you want to create some content for me, that's what I value. I'll pay a lot of money for that. I won't pay a lot of money to bring in more clients and I'm booked for two years already. So understanding what they value is more important than what you think. Your job is to listen to the client. They will give you, they will give you everything you need to be successful. Definitely. Make sure y'all hit that like button. There's a bunch of y'all in here. Make sure y'all hit that like button for me real quick. Do I got that? There you go. Boom. Okay. I make content for, for wineries. I like that. They have a time of year. They have a time of year that's more important than other times. Talk to your talk to your your clients and find out, you know, what 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 seasons pop for them outside of just the regular holidays. I had a client show me how much money he makes in a weekend, but said he couldn't afford me. It was a big slap in the face. Okay, I'm about to tell you exactly what that is. That is a great, great question. I'm going to tell you exactly. I'm going to let y'all hit that like button. As soon as, I, as soon as I get a few more of y'all hit that like button, I'm going to tell you exactly what that is. I'm going to wait on my two or three of y'all. Hold y'all hostage for this answer because it's, you know, until y'all hit that like button. All right, all right, listen. You didn't show enough value. Period. You didn't you didn't you didn't show him enough value so that he can understand why he needed to part ways with more money. Just because he made a lot doesn't mean the profits are there as well. Just because he made a lot doesn't mean he had the profit. You may need to find a way to help him increase his profit. Ask him, what do you make the most profit on? Let's create some content around that so that you can afford me. Ask him, what is he making profit on? Um, Calvin Ags, are you upselling your beta clients? I put together a pricing list and discounted it to 100%, then listed some add-ons with regular prices like other videos, headshots. So this is the thing. Calvin, let me ask you a question. And I already know the answer to this. Let me ask you a question. So you got that course right there? Be honest with me. Be honest with me. You can just keep it real with me. I know the answer though. Um, there is a... So I'm going to tell you the way I teach it. You're not charging your beta client. Your, your beta client is not paying for this project, right? Your upsells should not be other projects. Your upsells should not be other projects. Your upsells should only be things related to this project. If they want something different, then they got to pay for that. But with this particular project, with me creating content that helps do X, Y, and Z that we agreed to, 
Um, you're up. You, we're going we're going to you don't even have to do any upsells because I'm going to bring it. My goal is to develop this product. I'm not trying to sell you. I'm trying to I'm trying to be efficient at creating this product. I'm trying to make a better product. So upsells don't even really matter because I'm not trying to sell you. I'm going to give you everything I got so we can make this work. The more upsells I can show that works on you. The easier it will be for me to sell it to the next person. I'm not here to sell my beta client. The most important thing with me and my beta client is our relationship. I'm not trying to sell them anything. I'm, I don't want to sell them nothing. I'm not here to sell them. If it's money involved, they will never be honest with me. They'll be scared to show me real money, real dollar amounts. They'll feel like I'm out to get their pockets if they show me what they truly make. I need to know what they truly make. I need to know what this has done for them. If this video made them a million dollars and I'm after money, they're going to be scared to let me know that. And I need to know that so that I can take that case study, that information, that understanding of what works. And I need to sell it to the next person. Now I have proof. So money will never be involved with the beta client. If I decide to do headshots for them for free, then that's on me. If they say, well, let me, are you doing this? Let me pay you for that over there. Okay, cool. But this right here, we need to have this relationship. Period. When I talk about the beta client in the course, I go over that in detail. And it's it's a lot of stuff that needs to happen. Let me. The big thing about the courses in general is the timing of things, right? There's things I tell you don't touch unless you've done this. Don't move on to that. And, and there's people I know who skipped around and they're like, I'm just having, I don't have, and I go back and pull it up. And I'm like, you skipped course three that talked about LLC. Well, I already got an LLC. Okay. But if you did it the way I taught it, you wouldn't have these problems because there are steps you missed in creating the business side. That's why you're having a problem here. So go back and look at it. You know what I mean? Like go back and spend time on it. Um, and you know, we, we just, we got things in order. Like, honestly, people are like, I want to buy copy from my website. Where do I get copy from? You shouldn't even have copy until you talk to your beta client. Until you got three beta clients, you shouldn't be writing to get copy for your website. Who is your copy? Who is the target audience your copywriter is writing for? Do you know? If you don't have a beta client, you don't know. So your, your copy won't be as successful as you would like it to be. It won't be as effective as you would like it to be. Because your copywriter, they're not going to not take your money. They're still going to take your money and write it in general, but they don't have an audience that they're speaking to. If I know my, my, if my beta client and my average um, owner or average dentist, and I've used this example before, is between the ages of 45 and 65, and I know I'm working with dentists and my beta clients all love golf. Hmm. Maybe my logo should be green and white or maybe my, my page should have colors based on things that they like. Maybe my copywriter should write things or use keywords like par for the course. Hmm. Maybe if my copywriter understands who they're writing for, they can write more effective copy. They can use keywords that dentists are using now or, or keywords around things that they all like and share and, and talk about. Now my copywriter has what they need to write an effective, write some effective copy for my website. That's more than just a general writing. If you get general writing, it's cool, but there's a reason why in the course 
we tell you to get beta clients before you build the website. Because you need that information. That's information I can't give you because I don't know where you are. I don't know what your, your niche is. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to BS you and tell you you need to have this on every. That's me setting you up for failure. Because what worked for me won't work for you. Not word for word, but the ideas will. So if I teach you how to think and not what to think, you'll know how to get the information. You, how do you know what to display if you don't have a beta client? How do you have a beta client if you don't have a niche? How do you have a niche if you haven't used the tools we provide to look up what's in your area? Maybe the niche you're going into, it ain't a lot. It's only three. But if you went this way, it's 50 of them. That's why there's orders to it. But when you skip, there's things that you miss. There's things that you miss. There's a lot of you guys out there that file for an LLC and you got the address coming to your house. The address on your LLC is your home. If that is you, it's wrong. You are a target right now. And I'm not talking about for good. You are in danger. If your LLC has your home address on it, if your LLC has a PO box on it, you failed. Where's my, where my sound clip at? Where's my sound clip? Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> so there's just so much to it that, that, People think that they can just jump, skip, and just, oh, I got it, and I'm just going, and I'm a, he said, and I'm just going. There's a lot to it, a whole lot to it. And I don't want to, I want to make sure you understand that it's a lot of stuff you don't know you don't know. You have no idea you don't know. I was the same way. I thought I knew it. I was the same way. And then I would go pay for coaching. I would go get mentors and just pay for stuff like that. I started, I stopped investing in gear and all of that. And I started putting it in mentors and um, advisors. Look over my website and tell me, and, and I would have advisors tell me, who does your website speak to? Because in the beginning, it start with yo this, yo that. And then it goes down in the, yes, sir. And it, it starts talking to young people and ends talking to old. Who, who is your website for? Who is it for? Because the people I know don't talk like both of these. It's one or the other. Either you're talking to younger people and you like, yeah, bro, yo, you know, or you're talking to older people and you're like, sir, according to a matter of fact, this, who is your website talking to? Because there's going to be somebody that come to your website that want to do business with you and they're going to be turned off by your wording. Because you don't know who your target audience is. You trying to work with everybody and it's impossible. It's impossible. Um, what about clients who, who don't want to spend it? He owns a comedy club and trying to pay comedians employees, but his business is coming up slow um, and, and he's become selfish. He hasn't become selfish. He just haven't been provided with a value proposition that he liked. Period. You're not going to just throw your money at everybody who want it. They got to offer some value. I don't care how much they beg and plead. You're not going to give them your money unless it makes sense. I don't care what they may come down this alley. I got this 55 inch. You give me $20. I'm nope. Nope. Serious film said he wanted me for the low price. 
and cr- kind of promise you to end up doing videos with people like Eddie. I don't care about that. I don't, I don't care about that. I go directly to Eddie Griffin if I want to work for free. Um, you, you have not, you have not, look, look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The issue is not him. The issue is you. You have not provided him enough value. The issue is not him. I know you want to say it's him. The issue is not him. You have not provided him with enough value. You, you, the issue is not him. He has the right to hold on to his money. You have not provided him with a reason for him to pay what you want him to pay. It's never, it's never the customer. He's in business, right? It it makes sense for him to pay the light bill. It makes sense for him to pay that lease. It makes sense for him to pay Eddie Griffin to come in there. It makes sense for him to buy liquor. It makes sense for him to be in business. You have not provided enough value that made sense to him. The problem is not him. The problem is you. You have to, you have to, um, be, you have to be much better at providing value. You have to be much better at understanding who, if, if you're working with nothing but comedy clubs, you have to understand how to appeal to nothing but comedy clubs. If your page got everything on it, you can take a notch off the value chart. You, you're going down a point. If there's any videos other than clubs and businesses like his, take another piece off the value chart. If your company name doesn't reflect you work with businesses like his, take another slice off the value chart. If your logo don't reflect that you work with businesses like his, take another slot off the value chart. If you're if you don't have statistics and case studies and information showing how you've helped beta clients go from A, B to Z, take take two, three, five more slices off your value chart. If you're not in a branded attire, take another like I can go down the list and keep going off reasons that. You're thinking about what you can do. He don't see that. He doesn't have access to your head. He got access to what's in front of him. You have not provided that man with enough value to make it worth it. Period. And I want you all to start to think like that because you are the only thing you can control. And if somebody talk to you, if they look in your direction, when you say I'm a videographer, they are interested. You have not provided them with enough value. If you can get somebody to turn their neck and look in that direction, they are interested. If you walk, if you're in a busy place and somebody yells something and y'all look. You know why you turn back to look the other way? Because it, it, it stopped being interesting. But if whatever brought your attention over there continues to be interesting, you're going to continue to look. In fact, if it's really interesting, you're going to probably stop what you're doing and walk over there. Because it's a value to you. You have not provided enough value to that man. You can count his money all you want. You can count all the stuff he got. You can count it all. The issue is you. You got to think about it like that. Teaching you to think about it anywhere other than that is wrong for you. It's wrong. 
And that's where a lot of, especially us creatives, we're so, we're, we're big, ego is big with us. You know, I've created and how, how dare he, he just don't understand. No, 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 no. You have to show more value. It's extremely important. That man don't have to spend his money. He don't have to spend his money if he don't want to. Just like somebody can come up and sell you something. Man, I got these two balls of yarn, man. I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna give you, man. Give me, give me fifty dollars. You'll look at it like, man, if you don't get out of here with that, bro, why would I even need that? Why would I even want that? Have somebody sell you something you don't want or need. It don't matter what they lower the price down to. You're like, all right, what? It'll have to be a hell of a deal, a hell of a deal. You've had people sell you stuff you kind of wanted, and it just didn't add up. I just, uh, I'm gonna wait. And then you know what it's like to get a deal you can't refuse. You know what it's like to rush to the ATM to get the money out. You run into the ATM. You know you've had a deal in your life where you was breaking your neck to get it. You was driving two states over to go buy something. You didn't care. That, that deal had value. You need to learn how to offer that value. Omar asks, how do I transition from one niche to another? Um... When you're already known for that niche, you may have to go a whole new brand. I've done it before. You may have to start fresh, new logo, new color, new brand. So Michael said, I'm glad I clicked over it. It's the realest stuff I've heard about business in years. Yeah, it's, you know, my goal is to make sure that you guys are aware that you are your worst enemy. You are your biggest competition. You. And if you point the finger... And that goes for a lot of things in life, believe it or not. It ain't just business. It's just as content creators, I know my target audience. My target audience love gear. We love to create content. We love images and vote and video, and we love to create. We also are very ego, ego strong, right? I'm a Canon guy. I'm a Sony guy. How dare you? It's we'll 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 get mad because you're not you don't like the brand of camera I use. So what? I use everything. I, I use whoever's making me the best camera that year. I'm, if I'm in the mood to buy it, I, I need the best. I'm not, you got it. The eagle is what kills a lot of content creators, a whole lot, because they see the world as I'm this great creator of something that the world should cherish and buy. And they forget that everybody got a damn 4K phone in their pocket. You selling, you selling, you know, you selling ice in Alaska right now. But you need to add some value to that so that they'll buy it. <laughs> Mr. B checked out that video I posted on Instagram. Um, that's Yeah, that's correct. Tyler, he was talking to Serious Films about hiring employees uh, to, film, to film him in your place. Listen, you, you have to, business is not emotional. It's logical. Very little of business is emotional. I'm not going to say it's not. Very little of it is emotional. It's mostly logical stuff. If you get too emotional, you won't be good in business. That's why people are like, you're an asshole. You're mean. No, it just logically makes sense that we do this. I don't care who feelings it hurts. I'm not here to make people, you know what I'm saying, feel tingly inside. I'm here to do business. My life, my life and way of life depends on my ability to do business and I'm going to do it. Business is war, man. It's not 
just because there's no blood don't mean they, they ain't out to kill you. Your competition is out to kill. Your competition wants you to sleep in your car. Think about that. Your competition wants you to sleep in your car. They want your kids to have holes in their shoes. They want you to show up at your mama's birthday birthday party with a hug and that's it. Your competition. They won't stop until you get there. It is what it is. Now, now that you know that, what are you going to do about it? You going to get mad at them? Or you're going to or are you going to learn what you need to learn to beat them? When I was in the military, one thing that motivated me um, and, and, and other people in the military could probably they, they, they probably heard this once or twice. There is somebody somewhere training every day to kill you. As harsh as it may sound, there's somebody somewhere that's training every day to take you out, to make sure they make it home to their family over you making it home to your family. Business is the same way. What are you going to do about it? Let that motivate you to be great. Not just buy gear, but strengthen the number one muscle you got. This is what's going. This is where this is where million dollars come from. Not this. Your hands can only make you a hundred thousand, six figures at best. This can make you millions. Ideas are worth millions. Labor is worth thirteen fifty. What's minimum wage? That's what labor is worth. Labor is worth whatever minimum wage is in your state or your city, your country. Ideas are worth millions and billions. Ideas. That and your ability to implement those ideas. So, um, you're correct. The only thing that's going to stop your success is you. Your, your, a lot of your main competition is laziness, self-doubt, worrying about what people say. That's a mo- that's a majority of your competition. We li- listen. You, you y'all got to listen. Y'all got to understand. We live in a er- in an era where this is. We're in the boom of content creation. The boom. We're in the incline area. Not the peak. Not the. We're not dropping. It's the valley. We're going up. Get your sailboat. Put the sails up. Grab some wind and start moving. It won't be with gear though. It will only be with this. You got You got to strengthen that. Because the way you look at things is from a consumer mentality. And business is not built to be ran by consumers. Business is built to feed consumers. It's like going to a cow, going to a farm and the cows is running the farm. The chickens is running it. Nope. They just there to eat. You have to you have to understand and get and, and be smarter about understanding business. Because if you don't. You'll, you'll just be another consumer. You'll just be a consumer with an expensive camera. You'll just be a consumer with a bunch of lenses. There's a lot of consumers that got a lot of gear that call themselves photographers, but they're really just pro-consumers. Really, when I hear the word prosumer, I think of pro-consumer. That's what I think of. Someone who goes to work and work but consumes pro-gear as if they're going to use it professionally. That's that's what I think of. 
If you got pro gear and it hasn't made you pro money consistently, I got some bad news for you. You may have invested in the wrong items when you should have invested in this. You should have invested in this. So before you go and you go update the the MacBook and you go get the new Sigma, you think about getting whatever Sony just released today, whatever Canon got coming this holiday season or whatever. You may want to think of upgrading that because that's running Windows 95. (laughs) That's running. That's an Atari. You need to bring that up to speed before you go upgrading, you know, what's in your hand. And a lot of people don't know they need to. I'm telling you, if you're not making money consistently in a world where everybody needs you, something ain't right. Something, every business needs content creation. You're absolutely right. The direction of your sale is important. You're, you're, every company, every company, every company that has a toilet needs content. Every company that needs lights, water needs content. And you're having a problem getting business? Okay. You're doing something wrong. And this is your third Canon camera? You went from 720p to 1080p to 4K? And business hasn't changed for you? But you're waiting on the new camera to come out? Like it's going to do something different? You went from two lenses to 12. And you're not landing clients consistently. Okay. You Oh, you got a slider now. You got a gimbal. A drone. But you're not closing clients consistently. And you still think something from DJI is going to help that? You still think Canon is the key to helping you do that? You still think whatever Sony's getting ready to launch is going to help you do that? Okay. I'm not in the NBA, but hopefully whatever Nike drops will help me get there, right? This new shoe from Reebok is going to help me get to the NBA. That's how you sound. That's how you sound. It's not going to happen. With that, we're going to get ready to close. Told you, short and sweet, straight to the point. Um, let me let me say this, guys. Those who are on Gold Members, hey, man, let's, we got a meetup coming up. Meet and greet. Join the Gold Members. It's $20 a month, man. It's the cost of two Starbucks coffees or something. Like, it's crazy. Whole community dedicated to people like you and I who want to have these conversations daily. Whole bunch of lectures like this all day, every day. I'm going to ask that you post what you learned in this video. If you've learned anything by sitting here with me this hour, I would love to hear about it in the comments so that I can help you. I can help you get more content like this. All right, guys, hit that like button. I will see you guys Thursday. And we got content dropping every day until then. But I will see you guys Thursday. And uh, we'll do it all over again. We'll bring you guys on. All the gold members can join us and we can chop it up and have some fun. Yo, we, we punching. We throw punching. We throw punching from here on out. We throw punching from here on out. All day, every day. All right, guys. Um, be safe. Enjoy your week. Hopefully, you got some time put aside where you could, uh, you know, just enjoy life a little bit. Just breathe. And, be- and, and, and read a book. Learn something. If you feel like you're too old to learn, I feel sorry for you. I got bad news for you. But, all right, guys, keep your head up. I will see you guys in the next live. If your throat hurts, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. 
<laughs> See y'all later. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.